Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to That's a Hard No, the podcast about saying no and setting boundaries. To become the authentic and empowered you that this world needs. I'm Sarah Saunders. And I'm Heather Drago. For those of you returning, welcome back. We're humbled and happy you've decided to continue on this journey with us. A quick reminder, while Sarah is a licensed professional clinical counselor, This podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy with a mental health professional. If you are struggling with mental health issues, we welcome you on this journey, but also invite you to seek out professional help. Go to this episode's page on our website and click the link to find a therapist near you. Today, Sarah's going to share how embracing the pivots in your life will lead you to your purpose. So before that, though, I just want to talk about the word pivot. (laughs) So we've all been kind of rolling our eyes at this word lately because we've been hearing it a lot ever since the pandemic Um, in the work world, in marketing, in small business ownership, um, in event planning. You know, everyone's had to change how they do things. And so we're all using this word pivot and people are getting tired of it and joking about it. It's becoming like a drinking game where people yell drink every time you say pivot. So it's, I get it. It's, it's kind of a joke and it's kind of, we're all kind of tired of some of the, you know, this idea of pivoting, but really in life, pivoting is important because we face obstacles and sometimes, you know, we hit our heads against the wall over and over and over and that isn't working. And so we need to recognize when that's happening and then change direction. So Sarah's going to talk a little bit more about that and how to embrace it in your life. What an intro. Thank you for that, Heather. So this is a topic that gets me fired up. I am very passionate about this topic and a big part of the therapeutic work that I do is about mindset and understanding our thought patterns and where we stem from. So I want to break down two basic mindsets that shape our lives, which are fixed mindset and growth mindset. A fixed mindset is a belief that our abilities, intelligence, and talents are fixed traits and they cannot be altered. Whereas a growth mindset is an understanding that talents and abilities can be developed through effort, good teaching, and persistence. So Carol Dweck, wrote an incredible book called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, which will be in the show notes. And she talked about the power of our beliefs about 
both conscious and unconscious and how changing even the simplest wording can have profound impact on nearly every aspect of our lives. In her research, she studied human motivation, and after years and years of research, she found that the view you have about yourself determines everything. So let me say that again. The view you have about yourself determines everything. If you believe your qualities are unchangeable, you will live according to that fixed mindset. If you believe mistakes are proof that you are learning, you will embrace failure and live life according to a growth mindset. It is important to know that the things I will be sharing, you might not be ready to hear yet. And I use yet because we are coming from a place of a growth mindset. And when you add that simple word yet, it changes the entire meaning. You shift your mindset into acknowledging you might not be ready yet. However, many of us need to hear this. I know I did, and I still do when life does not go according to plan. I do want to add, if you are struggling with an intense mental illness, going through a major, major life crisis, or you're grieving, this might not be the time for you to listen. But for those of you that are feeling stuck and feel like you're constantly on autopilot and want more out of life, this episode is for you. This episode is going to be all about pivoting and embracing a growth mindset because nothing in this life is linear. We get to where we are by twists and turns and plot changes and detours and dead ends. We oftentimes feel stuck when we allow those redirections to feel permanent. When we allow a setback to be a stopping point, rather than using a growth mindset and thinking about that setback as a momentary pause, a pause to get creative, learn from it, and look at other options and opportunities. When I work with kids, I often remind them that there are 26 letters in the alphabet. So if plan A doesn't work, there's B. And if B doesn't work, there's C. And if C doesn't work, there's still the rest of the alphabet. So when we can start to rewire our brain into acknowledging that these setbacks are just pivots, it shifts our mindset into believing we can and we will figure it out. Another unhelpful thinking pattern that we fall into is leading with trepidation rather than imagination. Trepidation is a feeling of fear that something is going to happen. Our brains are naturally wired to look for fear. Fear is a chain reaction in the brain that starts at the onset of a stressful situation. So this means that when something stressful occurs, our first automatic thought is often negative, which is fear-based. And if you are not consciously and actively working on catching that thought, it's going to spiral. So it's essential during these times of stress 
that we purposefully and intentionally focus our attention on the possibilities and lead with imagination rather than trepidation. So that is so, that hits me so hard because I'm going to get choked up. There have been so many times when I have had to quit something and something wasn't working and I had to stop, whether it was because of a mental health issue or a physical health issue, or it just wasn't working out. Um, I left art school because I needed to get mental health care. I needed health insurance. I had to quit from a nonprofit I founded because of a physical ailment. And I love what you say there about um, approaching it with imagination rather than trepidation. And I, you know, at those times I had to stop what I was doing and do something else. I shame spiraled big time. It was, it wasn't just fear. It was shame. And, um, and I really, I wish I had heard this all those years ago because looking back, I realized all those times when I had to pivot and do something else because what I was doing wasn't working. It made it, it, it gave me all these new skills and, experiences that made me able to do what I do now. And I would not be able to do what I do now had I not taken that road less traveled, mm-hmm. as um, Frost says. And um, so this is really moving to me because I love I love that facing it with imagination rather than trepidation. That is that is profound. Absolutely. So and sorry to interrupt. Please no, give us no, more. no. Thank <laughs> you for sharing. And our thoughts are contagious. And so the way that our brain is wired is that we do, we spiral based on that contagion, that contagious thought leads to another. And that's where this thought work and what I do a lot with clients, it's, it's so imperative because it then allows you to recognize when you're starting to spiral, you have to, to acknowledge it. And then you have to do something about it. So I can't tell you how many times my first instinct is to be afraid. I recognize that fear-based thought and I park it. I'll share more in the next mini-sode about that. But I also, I have to be very intentional and purposeful to rewire my brain to get to, to get creative and not allow my thoughts to spiral. Another one of the reasons that you may be feeling stuck or having trouble pivoting is that your circle supports your comfort zone. I am all about support. And as a mom, I preach this. It takes a village. You need support. I know that I need it. But we have to be careful. You have to be honest with yourself and recognize whether your support system is adding to a narrative that is not serving you and your desire to grow. I am not by any means saying ditch all of these people, but the reality is that the people you surround yourself with, you emulate. So you need to start creating boundaries in those relationships. I highly encourage you to start reading books, listening to podcasts, joining groups, and finding ways 
that you can feel inspired and supported by other people that are pushing you to grow and take chances on yourself. I know that my approach is not for everyone. I am going to show up as myself. I often tell my clients I am human first, therapist second. We are in an interesting time. I don't want you to think I'm speaking about this concept because I have it all together or that my life is easy because it's not. 2020 has been the hardest year of my life. As I know, it has been for many of you. And that is why I'm here talking to you about this topic, because I wish someone would have been sharing this with me during my toughest moments. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm here. That's, that's why I'm here. I want to give you hope so that you can get through this, because I promise you, you are going to get through this and you are going to come out so much stronger. I have had to pivot and pivot and pivot and pivot again. And then there's times I feel like I'm on track and then I get sucker punched. And then I have to pivot again. But I am here and I'm thriving and I know that you can be too. When things don't go according to plan, it's hard. It's really freaking hard. No doubt. But the hard stuff and the challenges, you guys, they're not going away. It's not going to magically go back to normal. This is your life right now. We need to pivot. As we are recording this, it's October. 2020, we are in month seven of this global pandemic. It's not going away. I have taught myself the habits and the routine to keep showing up, regardless of what is going on in this world, pandemic or no pandemic, it's all about mindset. And I have made the decision to choose a growth mindset. I'm thinking about all the people that have lost their jobs, you know, people who are trying to work from home and their kids are crawling all over their laptops as they're trying to work or they're trying to figure out the home education situation. I mean, it is it is tough out there and people are stressing out. I'm snapping at my family because I'm mm -hmm. claustrophobic after being sure. stuck in my house for so many months, you know, um, so. I mean, I think it's important to just recognize like this is really tough and there is not going to be a magic finish line. Like, you know, it's this is going to be a challenge for a while. And we all need to kind of really look at who we are, what we're doing, who's around us, who's encouraging us, approach things with imagination rather than trepidation. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, and and think creatively. Um, and I love the idea of of recognizing when you're starting to spiral um, to stop those thoughts. So can, can you elaborate on that a tiny bit? Like, sure. how do you stop those thoughts? Absolutely. What, what, what do you, what do you say to yourself? Sure. So I, I can share with you specifically. So having, giving birth during a pandemic 
It was it was really a lot of the expectations that I had, seeing as this was my third, um, the expectations that I had of, you know, wanting the kids to be able to come to the hospital, you know, not being able to have visitors like that was really hard, not having Justin come to appointments with me towards the end. It was really tough. And so I would have these thoughts of, you know, very fear based thoughts, which were totally understandable based on the conditions we were in. And but when I noticed myself getting to a point of getting upset, recognizing I didn't have control over things, I honestly would, would just have to tell myself, pause. I would pause. I use five fingers, five senses. You take a moment when you notice yourself spiraling and you literally like, what do I see? What do I hear? What do I taste? What do I smell? And it allows me to ground myself. And then I have to acknowledge what do I have control over? What I had control over at that moment is the beautiful baby I was creating inside of me. And the fact that I was doing what I needed in order to have a safe, healthy delivery. And the fact that the boys at some point, they were going to meet their new sibling. And so when I was able to recognize those things, it allowed me to then accept the circumstances for what they are and embrace what's to come rather than fear it. Got it. Kind of reminds me when I had surgery and went through radiation. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. similar, like the pain team wasn't there the day I had surgery. So the pain management plan we had established could not happen. So that was bad. Um, And it made, you know, recovery from surgery difficult. Um, Radiation, uh, I couldn't have my husband come with me and I had to go to that every day by myself, which was scary during the pandemic. Very similar. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I think I, I don't know if I was that thoughtful about it with the five senses but I I did kind of I did kind of um just think about what I could control I guess um and and I think I also um instead of feeling fear of the people who were taking care of me I got very moved and I appreciated that they were willing to be there every day with me and fight with me during a pandemic. So that was very moving. Sure. So I guess it's just like shifting what you focus on is what you're saying. Absolutely. And I also think it's really important to mention, you have to give yourself space and grace and permission to feel however you're feeling. Heather, you were allowed to feel scared. That is that is okay to feel that way. I felt that way bringing a new baby Mm -hmm. into this world. I bet. So sit with it, allow yourself to go there, but just don't allow yourself to sit there for too long. To dwell on it. Exactly. Exactly. Got it. Because we don't want to stuff those feelings by any means because they will resurface in other areas. It's that whole, the straw breaks the camel's back type of thing. It's not always that situation, but it's those underlining feelings that pop up. So let yourself feel it, but also keep perspective in mind. And that is where the whole growth mindset, when At first, it's hard, like doing Mm -hmm. this thought work, doing this rewiring, 
It's like the muscle that we've been talking about in these episodes. You have to practice it in order to strengthen it. And the more that you do that, you will be shocked when a situation comes up and you have those those feelings, but then your your brain is able to take it into shift the perspective more quickly. So be mindful. Recognize when you're feeling these things. Mm-hmm. Think about those, but then also pivot mm-hmm. to what you can control, how you could address this a different way, you know, use that imagination. How could this end up benefiting me in the future? Whatever you need. Absolutely. And one of my favorite authors said, there is incredible power, personal power, in challenging yourself instead of just reacting to the challenge that the world throws at you. So for some of you, it's going to be a challenge to get out of bed today, to show up for your kids, to go to work to have hard conversations, I see you. I'm not dismissing that. Life does not get to decide. You get to decide. Anything worth pursuing is going to be hard. You choose your hard. My hope for you is that the next time things do not go according to your plan and the things that you have in your mind You have to make a pivot. You purposefully and intentionally choose the growth mindset and recognize you are growing into exactly the person that this world needs. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. That was so life affirming. That just fed my soul a little bit. So thank you. That really meant a lot. You are so welcome. I'll be here to share the next episode. That's right. So for now, we're done. But we'll be back in a couple of days with another mini-sode. Um, make sure you visit our website. Everything you just heard here, including links to the book Sarah mentioned, um, will be on our show notes and on our website. Uh, so make sure you head over there for a recap. Um, and we'll be back in a couple of days when we talk about emotional regulation, problem solving, and decision making. Bye, guys. Welcome to the Bravery Academy. My name is Emma Ferris and I'm your host. This podcast is crafted to share the stories of courageous individuals who have overcome adversity and found the courage to live their best lives. We'll explore the science of well-being, courage and connection and interview top thought leaders, game changers and survivors. It is from these stories that we learn what resilience is, how to heal, how to recover and how to be brave.